welcome to the Somerset Emotional Wellbeing Podcast. Uh, my name is Andrew Trasetta from Somerset Clinical Commissioning Group, and it's my greatest pleasure that three of us are here together, two great friends and colleagues, Peter. Peter Bagshaw, GP and CCG Clinical Lead for Mental Health. And... Uh, and David, David Seeley, I am the Commissioning Manager for Adult Mental Health and Dementia Services for Somerset CCG and the erstwhile uh, sort of producer, director, background lurker of this podcast. <laughs> the archetype, if it hadn't been for you, it wouldn't have happened. So we owe everything to you on this, David. And our title this week is Looking Back Over the First 50 Episodes. I can't believe we've reached 50. Can you believe we've reached 50? <laughs> it's gone in a flash, hasn't it? And uh, I've enjoyed every one. Indeed. It's been really, really great. And like, uh, I think we should probably, as it is episode 50 and it's a retrospective, let's take us back in time, shall we, to those uh, heady days of last March when we first started to think about doing such a thing as the podcast. We kind of explained a little bit of the origin story for anyone that, that wants to listen at home. Uh, so I think we may have covered elements of this before, but, um, but you're going to get it again if you haven't already heard it. Um, so yeah, um, basically we... Uh, formed something called the Pastoral Care Cell, which was to look after the uh, frontline health and care staff in Somerset during the pandemic when we were all sort of working from home. We were in the first lockdown, wasn't it? Um, and everything was sort of really, really uh, happening around that time. And we we're thinking about how we could help, what we could do to help quickly with the equipment that we sort of had to hand and, and around us. And uh, uh, Dr. Tressida, you were the uh, chair of the um, the the group the pastoral care cell and you kept making all these really really great documents with like loads of really good advice in there for people about their well-being and things but we were getting feedback that like nobody you know everyone's email inbox was chock-a-block and <laughs> we, you know we were bursting at the seams with emails so nobody could actually like have the time to, to have a look at it so we're thinking about other ways to deliver that that message to people and uh, i had a little bit of experience in podcasting and uh, sort of suggested that might work and I suppose in a way it was perfect timing, wasn't it? Because A, people had a lot of time because we were in lockdown at that stage uh, on their hands to listen to podcasts. And B, we know how stressful in various ways uh, lockdown has been. So it, it was a great opportunity to try and help people, both uh, both our patients and, and also staff as well, who've been st stressed. What, what do you think, Andrew? I think it was great. And I have to say, I was a bit nervous at the start about uh, being host for a podcast. And so, Peter, you were our very first guest. It became very quickly apparent that we needed two hosts, not one, because we we, we work on the same page on so many things and uh, interests uh, with your mental health commissioning knowledge uh, and my interest long term and my, my work on Section 12 mental health and, uh, and teaching. So it's been a, a great joy and pleasure to work together, the three of us. And I think uh, worth pointing out, our listeners may have picked up over, over the episodes if they've listened to several of them. Uh, we are on the same page, but there are also slight differences, aren't there? Um, I, I tend to be quite mechanistic and, and you're very much uh, the, the keen on uh, alternative therapies. And I think sometimes a bit of creative tension is quite a good thing too, isn't it? I think it's a great idea. I don't think mechanistic's the right word, Peter. I think you you know the evidence base very well. You understand that and you understand commissioning and you understand big systems. And I suppose some of what I try and do is I, I do understand or I do try and look at complementary ways of looking at things if, if appropriate, but only after orthodox. But I do like taking us back to the basic biology of the, the stress performance curve and the autonomic nervous system, uh, the adrenaline response, uh, and 
And perhaps for all our listeners, we could just, as long as you're not driving a vehicle at this moment, put your feet flat on the floor, allow your spines to be comfortable and take three slow, regular, rhythmic breaths to allow yourself to feel comfortable and relaxed. And there's one of the greatest hits of the podcast there. That's uh, well, always well received. And it's so lovely that we can do these uh, exercises. But I think, yeah, since episode one, that's probably one of our um, uh, more common things. I think people really appreciate that, that um, because it's always, always helpful to do in all sorts of different situations. So uh, thank you. That's one of the things that you can bring to this podcast, Andrew, these lovely exercises. Peter. And probably uh, one of the other things that almost every podcast includes is the, the Somerset Mindline phone number. Uh, which gives help to people. And again, is a, a new thing since the pandemic. It's been set up very, very quickly, been incredibly successful and has helped a lot of people, hasn't it? It has indeed. Who, do, who knows the number, Andrew? 01823 <laughs> very very good look at that that was excellent and yeah no exactly it's a great resource and we so when when we were thinking about what we could do how we could create the podcast i had a bit of a background in some podcasting i'd done with sort of friends and family and things in the past and uh i knew we could do it with the existing equipment we had which was just the microphones which you know the laptops which have got a microphone just a, any old headset free software and things like that so we, we we quickly sort of put it together and sort of uh put together our first few episodes as you said peter was our very first guest and uh peter uh, i well both of you i podcasting has become much more popular over the last few years it's actually been around for over a decade now uh in in total across the world and i think that it's becoming more and more popular in britain but it has been more popular in the us and in other countries in the past but one of the theories i heard around why it's recently become very popular is that because of lockdown because of social isolation and during the, the pandemic we've all sort of been more used to kind of being on our own being apart from people and, and it's it's somehow comforting to have like that friendly voice in your ear or to kind of be eavesdropping on on a conversation that you don't have to be a part of, which is kind of the beauty of a podcast. Uh, what do you guys think of that? I agree. And we're both used to, to speaking and teaching, aren't we, Andrew? But it's a very different feel. I think the sort of the formal lecture just doesn't work as a podcast. So that informal chat, I hope, is, is appreciated. That's certainly what we've, we've gone for, isn't it? Um, I, I think while you're saying about uh, setting up, David, we have to mention that one of your other skills is knowing some really obscure podcast sites to put us up on uh, in places that I've, I've never even heard of before. And I, I don't know how you got to know all of those. <laughs> well, this, this is a very good point for me to do a couple thanks and shout outs, actually, which we need to do. So first of all, uh, thank you to Mark Stedman, who uh, he is the creator and was the owner of the Podient platform. And they very, very kindly gave us one year of free hosting to get us off the ground uh, as we got started, um, which was fantastic because it enabled us to get going, really. And very, very generous of Mark and the team at Podium. Um, they He recently sold Podium, the platform, to a company called Castos. So now we're on Castos, and that's an American uh, company uh, that he sold his company to. Uh, and, you know, good to be on that network now going forward. So thank, thank you again to Mark for your generosity. It's incredibly uh, good of you. And if anybody wants any advice, on podcasting go find mark steadman he's a very very informative uh, great mentor with this type of thing and also thank you to our producer rob huns 
I'm sure he's probably listening to this during the production going, oh, finally. <laughs> but if you listen to the end of the episode every week in the credits, you'll hear Rob Hun's music productions. And he is uh, the, the wizard behind uh, making us sound great, putting the credit music on the start and the end of the episodes. Uh, he's the voice you hear reading the credits at the end over the final, over the end of the, each episode. Uh, so, Rob, thank you again for all your fantastic production work. And if anybody wants any podcast produced, go find him. It's robhunsmusic.com. And I, uh, he also cuts out our many bloopers. And I hope he hasn't got them saved up somewhere and going to add them to this episode to embarrass us all. Rob, if you're listening, please do that. <laughs> just, just for our listeners, we have a couple of codes. We're, we're recording on Zoom so we can actually see each other, but we don't uh, use the video, obviously. And uh, we, we put a hand up or a thumb up to say, not, not to say shut up, but I, I, I've got something to say next. And sometimes that puts, our, that puts our guests off if we haven't explained it properly. But, uh, and, and the other one is, uh, I, and Rob, you may be able to tell us how many times we've had to say cut and how much you've had to cut, but... However much you've had to do and however much sound balancing you've had to do, you've done a great job. So thank you very much. And although it's great um, for uh, it being audio only, because I've certainly got a good face for radio, um, <laughs> our listeners should know that they are missing out on, on David's backgrounds. He's usually either in outer space, uh, sometimes in Gotham City, and, and sometimes on a, a Star Wars destroyer, I think. So, uh... <laughs> and the DeLorean as well. Yeah, yeah. Get, oh, get yeah. About a bit. Yeah. No, that's very true. And uh, I think by now, by the time this episode airs, our first ever visual episode will also be out. So uh, we're doing one for the Somerset Wellbeing Conference, which will be a video episode, uh, be out, out on YouTube. They won't be able to listen to it through the usual channels. You have to look out for the link for that. Uh, but yeah, if you, if you do want to see our beautiful radio faces, <laughs> in HD then that's the way to do it <laughs> great so well done for, for David for, for pulling all this together because it was your idea and it's, it's it's just great but thinking about the last the, the last year which which have been our top 10 um in ah, numbers? yes let's do the countdown so uh, yeah I'm not going to give out like numbers of listeners or anything uh but but uh thank you to everyone who has listened and you're very generous for doing so and we really appreciate your support we're going to give you an email address to get in touch with us in a minute as well but number let's do number 10 uh backwards shall we sort of like top of the pops that's good i'm not I gonna do we need a, a piece of music at this point David, number 10 uh we have uh exploring personality disorder and we had our guest for that was uh dr rani borra Oh, that was a great one because personality disorder is so often a t sort of almost a, t a term. It's seen almost as a term of, of, of disrespect. And really, Rani, she dispelled all those myths and um, helped us greatly on that one. She was a fantastic guest and uh, very ins inspirational. And it, it's something very dear to my heart. I've been on a bit of a mission to actually try and get rid of the label of personality disorder because it's it's a dustbin label what can you do with that diagnosis and i think reframing it as something like emotional dysregulation is much better because that's what it is it, it's not that our personality is damaged it's that we've had damage occur as a child usually that then makes us harder it much harder for us to deal with emotions so i, I think that reframing is is really important 
and it was also one of our really really early episodes that was episode seven uh, we did that so that was uh, back in the day i think randy was one of our first guests as well actually um but she's since come back for a subsequent episode and is always welcome to come back and join us because she's an excellent guest so that's Rani Bora, consultant psychiatrist. So who? So number nine. What's number nine is our episode that we did on women's mental health uh, recently, uh, and that was with um, uh, uh, SASP, wasn't it? They were telling us about which is the Somerset Activity and Sports Partnership, um, and they were telling us all about the different uh, things that are available for women in Somerset to get involved. It was Tiffany Wood from SASP that joined us for that one, and they were talking about the Healthy Mums program and some of the other groups that were available. Uh, and it's really great to see that one getting so much attention. And I think it may be because of another one in a minute, which we'll get to. I think that may have brought people in. They may have found this one as a secondary one to listen to. Harry uh, the lead. <laughs> what number eight? Number eight. What have we got for number eight? Number eight, pop pickers. We've got accessing trusted health information. And that was another really, really interesting episode um, with our colleagues from the libraries. And that's such a relevant topic at the moment, isn't it? There's so much disinformation out there and obviously around vaccines and, and things like that. But in general, I, it's never been easier to get hold of information about health. But getting good information is harder than ever. So I, if people are interested, I think that's a good one to listen to again, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And thank you to Alex Cunningham Scott from Somerset Libraries and Veronica Price, who was from SFT and the libraries there for joining us for that one. And that they really kind of brought all the uh, the facts and the figures and everything to the table for that one, didn't they? I learned a lot from that episode as well. I didn't know anything about the the different trusted marks and things like that. And uh, some really great resources if you if you if you want to know how to safely Google your symptoms, listen to that episode and go to those sites only. And you know those are the ones with the trusted information. That's a good one. Uh, cool. So in at number, where are we now? Number six. No, sorry, number seven. <laughs> in at number seven, we've got health checks and learning disabilities. And that was another uh, great episode that we did. That was quite a recent one, wasn't it, as well, actually? Health checks and learning disabilities. And that was with an excellent expert by experience, wasn't it? Who was, yeah. again, inspirational. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and that was because uh, we wanted to do that one in particular um, because of some changes that are coming up in Somerset around the training and things. But our guests were uh, Jordan Smith, who was the advocacy lead and chair of the Dimensions Council. And it was his uh, personal assistant at Dimensions, Amelia, uh, as well, who came to join us for that episode. And that was really powerful. And I thought his reasons for why you should have a health check uh, and how his experiences of, of those health checks and what it did for him were really important. That was a really good one. And I'm, I'm trying to remember the music that will count us in down to number six from Top of the Pops. But all I can remember <laughs> is the, the Pearl and Dean music. And I don't know if they even show that anymore in the cinemas. So number six <laughs> was Reflections on COVID. And that was with our colleagues, Lorna Stewart and Rosie Novak from SFT. Consultant clinical psychologist. And sadly on that one, I was an expert by experience because uh, I had COVID and uh, my oxygen levels went down to, well, at least 58, 58%, probably lower when I was really ill. Uh, and I've been left with long COVID heart failure. So something very dear to my heart and uh, something sadly affecting an awful lot of our listeners. It, it, I think right at the beginning, we thought it was a binary thing. You got better or you died. And now we realize that there's a, a huge group of people in between who are living with the after effects of COVID. Definitely, and our, and sympathies it, with them. our sympathies are definitely with them, everybody of that, and it's a great episode to listen to. 
it is indeed and also you know peter as well you know for you to to come through that in the way that you have and sort of be able to you know carry on as you are through the other side i think it's very brave and and you know just you deserve great credit for that as well it's not not an easy well, thing to do thank you i i think i'm very lucky i've had good medical care but you know i'm i'm on medication probably for life uh, as a result and uh, certainly things aren't how they were before um I, i'm a black belt in karate and I, I think i would struggle now to to do some of the things i used to pre-covid but you wake up every day and you see the sunshine or not and you're you're glad to be alive and also please uh, any listeners don't mess with peter he is still a black belt in karate (laughs) (laughs) which which brings us to a podcast that can't possibly uh feature in the top 10 because it was only issued very recently which was dr lucy pollock on uh, getting older and i love her story about the 95 year old gentleman who who came in and she asked him what the secrets of a long life was and he said ah well dr pollock he says what and his daughter rolled her eyes i never touch cigarettes or booze or a woman till I were 10 years old. (laughs) I'm trying to work out why my being an expert by experience should make you think of uh, Lucy Pollock's uh, getting older episode, but maybe we'll... It was was secrets of a long life, Peter, secrets of a long life. Uh, Anyway, so... In at number five. (laughs) We've got... Moving uh, rapidly on. Uh, and uh, this is an important one as well. This is uh, Surviving a Mental Health Crisis, which was uh, with our excellent guests Meg War and Cher Hallett from uh, Somerset NHS Foundation Trust. They are uh, nurses within the crisis team in the mental health crisis team there. And uh, yeah, they use that in some really interesting ways. I remember that episode. We'd, we'd asked them because I'd, I'd worked with them and I was very impressed with the work on a, on a couple of cases with them. And they came and they had got the best script ever. They'd actually scripted the whole thing. <laughs> perfectly and uh we really had to sit on our hands and say very little that one peter um, absolutely which is probably for the best for our <laughs> listeners <laughs> it was a great episode. again you know some of these we're, we're talking in quite a jokey way now but we've dealt with some really difficult areas haven't we suicide mental health crises very bereavement um some really tricky things and, and they did that in a very constructive positive way and i think it's a a very powerful episode and i, I think i'd write in thinking that they now use that episode with their patients. Is that right? Yes, they do. Yeah, they signpost people to it. It's one of the resources that they give people as part of their sort of pack to help them keep them safe, which is was fantastic. And I think that's probably why, you know, it is so high up. It's always got high listener numbers e- each month. And uh, it's that is an important one. Anybody who needs it or is listening to this and, uh, you know, that is a good one to go and refer to if you ever do feel like you are sort of struggling. Uh, that's a good one to, to get some resources and to get some contacts for who you need to get in touch with and how you can get through that moment. So that's a great one. And thank you, Meg and Cher, for appearing on that one because it was fantastic. And yeah, the level of preparation was next level, wasn't it? Really, it was crazy, um, but really, really well done. And uh, so number four is kind of the exact opposite of that in some ways, which is our episode on nature and well-being that we did fairly recently. Um, that one's not that old at all. And that was a really interesting one to do. And I think we can both agree there's there's a huge amount of evidence that exercise and particularly exercise in nature makes a huge difference to our, our well-being. So and, and one of the few things that Somerset has in spades is lots of nature and open spaces, as as you always remind us, Andrew. We're very fortunate here, very fortunate indeed. And there is, as you say, Peter, scientific evidence uh, that forest bathing um, changes your white cells for the better and very, very many other parameters. And that takes us to number... 
number three. Oh, so we're getting into the real uh, high numbers here. So this was uh, Demystifying the Menopause, which we had Dr. Catherine Patrick from YDH join us for. That was a fantastic episode. It's really, really well received. Very, I mean, I learned a lot, and I think a lot of people learned a lot. We, we, I think that brought a lot of listeners into the podcast um, that hadn't heard it before at the time as well. And I think that's why the women's mental health episode also uh, saw sort of like people listen to that one, then they went and found that one next, um, which was really great. Great to see that kind of connection coming in. But it was yeah, so interesting and also quite amusing in some ways as well. She's a very good guest. She presented well. It was a really great one. And we've had a story that somebody who listened to it, who had been off work um, with with depression, actually went and saw their doctor, um, talked about the condition, got some some um, medication help and actually was able to return to work. And so that's we, we had direct feedback. So it was great to hear that loop being uh, closed. And that's what all of us are in it for, isn't it? It's about trying to make a difference and help people. So to get that feedback that these podcasts have had an impact, even if it's only on one person, is absolutely fantastic. Uh, again, I'd encourage any feedback, positive and negative, from people. Definitely. And that's a good time for me to give out the email address. So you may may or may not have noticed this, but in every episode, there's a show notes description underneath each one, no matter where you're listening to it. We always give this email address in that um, in that blurb. So it's always there if you want to find it written down somewhere. But if you want to get in touch with us, uh, please email somccg.sewpodcast at nhs.net. So somccg.sopodcast at nhs.net. And uh, that comes through to our joint email inbox. And we love to hear your comments and suggestions for future episodes and guests and topics. Uh, so anything or just you want to tell us that you enjoy the show or uh, anything you like, that's the way to get in touch with us. So please do. Um, where else can people find the podcast? Obviously, if they're listening to this one, they they found us. But <laughs> what, what outlets is it on, David? So the main key ones are uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Amazon Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So that's most of the kind of mobile podcast providers. You can also find us on Deezer, uh, any of the podcast aggregation apps that people use. Uh, you can also find us on, so for, I use one called Podcast Addict. Uh, well, I'm not endorsing that one particularly. I just think it's quite good. It's free to use, uh, free tier level as well. Um, so that's a good one. And that any of those kind of uh, servers uh, will get you through to our show and you can also visit our website as well the best way to get to our website actually now is go to somersetemotionalwellbeing.org and that'll bring you to our somerset emotional wellbeing resilience hub and then you can link to the podcast through the bottom of there if you want to find our homepage. and that brings us down to number two. Oh, number two yes we are getting to the cutting to the chase now uh number two was alcohol and mental health uh, which was one that we did in collaboration with Public Health uh, for a, I think it was an alcohol awareness day, wasn't it? Um, and uh, yeah, that was a really interesting episode to do as well. And, uh, you know, I think it was the tone of it was right, because I think that one, it could be quite preachy or it could be quite sort of like a, you don't want to feel like you're being told off. Right. And, uh, you know, a lot of people in the population, not me. A lot of people in the population do enjoy a drink. And so I think it's important to pitch that the way that uh, we did pitch it. Um, Peter? Yes, and, and uh, something I've heard that's a bit jokey is that we'll all emerge from lockdown hunks, chunks or drunks. So again, <laughs> particularly relevant because alcohol and drug use have, have gone up a lot during lockdown. And it, it's something I see clinically. I'm, I'm sure you do as well, Andrew, that people who are in distress 
will turn to alcohol to try and reduce the levels of distress. But and and short term that works, but long term it just adds to their problems. Yeah, short term self medication, but uh, long term. And I'll just quickly thank you to Carl Morrison, who was our guest from Public Health, for appearing on that one. So I just wanted to give you a name check as well, Carl. There, but thank you. Yeah, you really helped us with the tone of that one and all the stats and things. So excellent. Thank you for that. And that brings us to our mystery winner. Well, it may not be a mystery to you, Dave, because you've got the list in front of you. But I, I really don't. I really don't know. Well, hopefully not. It is to it is to me. I'm I'm trying to think. What could it be? I'm rather excited about this. So this one wasn't a, a weird one in a way because it was a two hander episode. No guest on this one, uh, and also it really just flew in America. This one, and I, I still don't know why. I think we must have got onto some kind of chart list or or something that I don't know about. But anyway, the, the number one listened to episode in the first fifty episodes in the first year of the podcast uh, is deep dive into dementia number one. Uh, and we've since done two more in that series uh, from there. But that one was, I mean, it's just got double the numbers of the the number two place podcast. And I think it just really flew for some reason in the US. That's That's got the most US listeners of any of our podcast episodes. So thank you if you did listen to that episode. Well, absolutely. Thank you, everyone who listened to it. But thank you, Peter, because you were the resource the, that I was able to quiz there. <laughs> well, it, and again, not, not it's something... Like- not an expert by experience, just a, a resource. Uh-huh. Well, not yet. But having said that, I mean, we have had a fabulous expert by experience, Jennifer Butte, uh, who's a, a former GP, who really shows how you can live well with dementia. So if anyone listened to that first one and, and wants more information on dementia, and uh, there's also been a, an episode about dementia prevention, which is, a, again, another hobby horse of mine. And, and I'll just say it again if people are, are tuning in. Uh, if you didn't know... You can re- reduce your risk of dementia by 40% with the right lifestyle choices. So it's something that we haven't got a cure for medically, but you can prevent if you do the right thing. That's very, very important uh, information. And also uh, the number three, Deep Dive into Dementia 3, which is uh, the one with Dr. Jennifer Butte, which is subtitled Glorious Opportunity, which is also the name of her book. That's an amazing, uplifting listen. And it also there's a lot of great information in there about how to talk to people who have dementia and how to how you can help uh, to sort of break through some of those barriers and really kind of, um, you know, just help them to feel more part of the conversation and I think it was a great one that's been very well received as well and I think it's just it probably would be in our top 10 it's just more recent than the others so it hasn't been around as long but yeah thank you to Dr Butte for that as well because that was fantastic. So I'm hoping this this gives people if they are looking at the uh, the different ones wondering what to pick uh, an idea of, of what might appeal to them but you've also got a bit of information haven't you David about where we're listened to and some of the places are quite surprising. I have indeed. And I'll, just while I uh, quickly look that up, so I'll, I'll, I'll seamlessly cover, although now I've revealed my methods. Uh, also, thank you um, to the HSJ uh, for their award nomination last year. We were nominated for Mental Health Innovation of the Year and we were actually shortlisted for that award as well. So we got to go to some uh, very interesting uh, virtual award ceremony, which was hosted by Lenny Henry. And it's all looked sort of a bit like uh, some kind of uh, American convention or other. Uh, it was all in a virtual world. But uh, unfortunately, we didn't win. But to be shortlisted and to be recognised was fantastic. So uh, thank you to everyone that supported us through that. And uh, yeah, hopefully we might get on there again in the future. Uh, But while I fill for time, I'm just going to our geographic stats. This is where Rob cuts in and and makes it all seamless. (laughs) I think you should leave it all in this time so that people can see behind the scenes. (laughs) They can see the cracks. 
Uh, okay, so do we want to know our country chart or our city chart? Because I can see it by both. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, let's just do both. So the, the number one country we're oh, – let's do from number five, actually. So the fifth uh, – the top five. So number five, uh, we have a lot of listeners in Romania. So thank you to all our Romanian listeners. Uh, number four, we have uh, lots of listeners in France. So thank you to everybody who listens in France. And in Australia, number three. And then I think the top two are probably fairly predictable. But number two is the United States. So thank you to all of our US-based listeners. Uh, number one, by quite a long way, which is good considering our initial remit is to serve Somerset and uh, the local community, is the United Kingdom. So thank you to everybody in the United Kingdom that, that listens to our show. We really appreciate it. And I'm, am I right in remembering that you told us that we were the, the second most popular podcast in Kenya, or was it? Yeah, we, so there's a company called uh, Chartable, which we have no affiliation with and I haven't even signed up to, but they occasionally send me updates about where we are in charts around the world. And yeah, we're often sort of uh, in the top five in Tanzania, Uganda and Kenya, and that kind of fluctuates up and down. So that's really great to hear. So anyone anywhere in the world that's listening to this episode, thank you so much for all of your support. Really appreciate Absolutely. it. And lots more to come. And looking at your background today, uh, which is you uh, up in the universe, and um, perhaps we're talking to the universe as well, David. But... Maybe. <laughs> we're really grateful to everybody who's tuned in over the last year. Otherwise, we're just talking to ourselves, which nobody wants. So <laughs> thank you to everybody for, yeah. for listening to us. And I hope we've given people a few tips and hints and maybe the old, the old chuckle along the way. Indeed. And like I say, a lot more to come. So we're scheduled to release an episode uh, per week, although occasionally we might miss a week because we're on holiday, but I think that's okay. Uh, but yeah, so we're lots more to come in the future. And if you want to get in touch with us to suggest topics or subjects uh, or guests, uh, please do. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much indeed, David. Thank you very much indeed, Peter. And thank you everybody for listening and tuning in. Go well. You've been listening to the Somerset Emotional Wellbeing Podcast. Hosted by Dr. Andrew Tresider and Dr. Peter Bagshaw. The show was created by David Seeley and was produced by Rob Hunt's Music on behalf of the Somerset Clinical Commissioning Group.